Hi there, this is just a quick message if you're enjoying Film Smash. I'm recording this clip on my birthday, so as a birthday present for me, I'd really like you to go to your podcast player and leave us a rating or a review, and share us with one of your friends, because I bet you know at least one person who would love this. Make their day, and mine, and send it their way. Rating and sharing really helps out at this stage, so please just take a moment and lend us a hand. Thanks. Someone just came into my room and walked in, looked like they had something to say to me, but you were talking, I didn't want to interrupt you, so they just, I sat there in silence looking at them, and they looked at me, and then they left. And then they were like, okay, no, I, I should leave. And I couldn't tell them to stay because you were talking. Come on, let's do our job. Film smash time. Okay, oh, I can't decide which one. Um, oh, the burden of choice. Have you seen Birdman? Yes, it's like one of my favourite films. <laughs> I thought it might have been. I watched it for the first time recently, Birdman, and it was really good. But all the time I thought, what would happen if we we smashed this film with the film inside Birdman? And during... So it's it's about this this actor who was in a superhero movie as Birdman, who is trying to get out from the shadow of his past and do something great and artistic, but no one is not really living up to it. He's not no one has much confidence in him. They kind of see him as a bit cheap and he's not doing very well. And he's kind of tormented by this imaginary Birdman character in his head. And it's kind of implied that he doesn't have supernatural powers, even though we kind of see them on screen. But there's never any other characters there when they're happening. What would happen if you cross this with the Spider-Man story and partway through Birdman, he gets bitten by a radioactive bird and actually develops the powers and spends the entire time trying to convince people that he's actually Birdman. So basically it's just like, so so Birdman, but he slides much deeper into his sort of delusions. No, but it's and real. Really, and then, so he just, beca- how, how do you convince an audience that it's real when the first half of the film is fucking with them and telling them it may or may not be real? Because <laughs> of course, in my personal viewing of Birdman, I like to just view it as that, yeah, he just does have superpowers. <laughs> just like that. I was like, yeah, he just does. <laughs> he just does. Okay. But I'm, try- I'm trying to imagine this this actor who's, like, trying to convince... He's trying to get away from this character. And then he ends up literally that character. And his only only choice to be successful again is to to be an actual superhero. The, the, the way I've written down the note here is Birdman plus, in quotes, Birdman. So, okay, so we get... Michael Keaton's character, who I can't remember, but it's basically Michael because that's like another bit of the sort of the weird charm of Birdman, where you know at the time of making the film, Michael Keaton was um, not as big an actor. Mm. Um, most famous for playing Batman um, in Tim Burton's Batman way back in the day. Ah, oh, I didn't make um, that connection when I watched it. Okay, did you not? I can't tell if you're joking. <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't know, but also no, you didn't know that. Also, I, I yeah, watched so it out like, of context as well. I watched it the other day. So it's it's like it's sort of like semi autobiographical in the sense that Michael Keaton plays an actor who is trying to make a comeback after being only famous for being a superhero, 
Um, and you know the the met in view it in a meta way. It's turned out well for Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's a loads of shit now, yeah, because of how great Birdman was. And the funniest thing that ever happened is the fact that then he then went on to play the Vulture in Spider-Man: Homecoming, <laughs> which entertained me to no end <laughs> since it what well, that was announced. And then throughout watching that entire film, I found that fucking hilarious. That's really good. <laughs> in this version, this actor midway through his comeback thing um which could you know is a play in the film but could be something else uh-huh. um he gets bitten by a bird yeah and then starts to develop bird-like powers yeah becomes Birdman, um and has to um and okay i think there's a lot of strong themes there actually um about accepting who you are yeah about this idea ideas of fate um, maybe does he take up this. the chalice of becoming Birdman or does he try and hide it for a bit I think by the end he does because I, th- I think that's, that's, that's sort of the theme it's like because um, part of the, the thing in Birdman is he is there's there's a an element of narcissism <laughs> yeah because you know he, he pursue, he's pursuing fame he believes in a way he deserves fame um so maybe like when he gets bit by the bird, bit by the bird, he's like, no, you have to stop just pursuing fame, and you have to become, you know, you have to develop this altruistic outlook where you put your life on the line for other people. You become a superhero. Yeah. Okay. No, I can see this going places. Okay. All right. No, I'm I'm definitely on your side now, here, Joe. I like this. Yes. Good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what 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 is the project he's working on? I think that's that's the first thing to get. We need to get out of the way. Hmm. I think it should just be the play. It could be the yeah okay so it's the same thing. He's working on a play. The play itself, um, it could be anything. It doesn't really matter. But he's working on this play that he's like written and directed himself, and it's 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 he's he's put all his money into it. This is like his, he's this is his comeback. He's going to show off that he's a great actor and a great creative and writer and director. But there's no evidence so for that. Doesn't yeah? Doesn't he's like, he believes that. Yeah. Um, and he used he used to be very famous. He sort of has been at this point. Birdman was very popular, but he stopped doing it because he thought it was beneath him. And now um, he and and, and he, he he hated that kind of stuff. Um, there's a thing in Birdman where he you know he goes on about the fact that like the extra bullshit of it is that now nowadays superhero films are way more dominant than they were than they were than when he made them. Mm. Yeah, so he resents all that superhero stuff now. Um, and there's a funny bit in Birdman where he, he's trying to get new actors for his play because um, one of the actors is shit and then gets a light falls in his head. Um, and then he goes through this list of actors. He like, keeps bringing them up, but each of them are working on a different superhero film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so this guy, so he's, 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 got, this, he's got this play. Um, and he... I think I think if in this version we play up more these ideas of him feeling above it all, yeah. Um, because you know, not by much, but it's, it's, I think that's subtler in Birdman, the film. <laughs> I feel that he's he's more sympathetic than that. Um, so he wants to. He, he fuck superheroes. I'm making this play. Everyone's gonna see me as great. He's a dick to like all his cast, um, mm-hmm. and he wants it all to be his way. Whenever someone brings up. Um, something else, like someone someone tries to bring up a different idea. He's like, no, my ideas are better. And we play up this idea that, like, you know, why does he think he's a great director? There's no real reason to think that. Mm. Um, 
So other people are actually giving him good ideas and he resents them for it. Yeah, but and he he's, ignores them. he's an artist. He, exactly. And he has to prove it. And he's, be, he's way, way better than he was as that, that Birdman superhero back in the day. He's moved beyond yeah. that. And obviously, and obviously what we learn later is like that he actually did some of his best work as Birdman. Like he actually did like it was actually, you know, it was a good performance. Yeah. He gave and you know um it's 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 a, it was a, it's a self-inflicted wound that he's like gone against that and he's he's like blocked out the any idea when anyone tells him he did a great job. Like if he meets if like you know it's it's a rare thing now because he's he sort of has been but whenever he meets a fan on the street he's and they say oh he did great. He like is like oh no I didn't do great that from shit I I I was a hack then I'm not now I'm an artist come see my play yeah I think there should be a bit like you know like, um, like in Birdman there are bits where he goes viral um, for stuff he does I think there could be like um, a viral interaction with a fan where he like screams at them and goes on about how this new play and how Birdman how I was shit as Birdman and this is great I'm an artist <laughs> yeah that'd work. Because I think it, I think it sets up this sort of like wider narrative, this like give it a wider scale where so eventually when it becomes a superhero, the public know and the public can interact with it. But it's almost setting up like a a, a Christmas Carol sort of story, <laughs> where we set up this guy as a huge asshole and everyone knows he's a huge asshole, <laughs> and then he has to, and then he gets bit by the radio, he gets three, he gets visited by three radioactive birds, <laughs> <laughs> and they make him a good person. <laughs> Alright, what happens next? I've been talking roads. So he's 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 working on this play and it's not it's not going well. Maybe he he goes for a walk in the park. I'm not not really sure what happens here. How he gets written bitten by this bird. Or if birds bite. They don't he gets pecked by a radioactive bird. He gets pecked by a radioactive <laughs> bird. Yeah, I feel I feel it could be anything that that, 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 yeah, it doesn't matter where he is. He can just be, you know, he he's had an argument with the cast and he's walked out and he's like, you know, standing, he's like, oh, he's standing by his open window mm. and he's like angry at everything and he feels bitter. And then like a, a bird like flies down and he, and he watches it and it like lands. He stares like, at this bird like, oh, I used to be bird, man. This bird is a symbol. That, but like, in the bar, I, I like just setting up this bit where like, he's got like, his hands resting on the windowsill and he's looking out. And this bird lands like right next to him. He looks at it and he thinks like, "Oh, the bird landed right there. It hasn't ran away. It hasn't, you know, burned away." And then he's like, he like looks at it and then it pecks him. He's like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Even the birds hate me!" And he like, fl- like whacks it and it flies away. Yeah, yeah. And that's the st- that's the beginning. That's the beginning. So he comes in the next day to carry on with work, and he's like looking really ill, and everyone's like, "What's wrong?" And he like shouts out at everyone. You know, he lashes out at anyone who like tries to help him but he's looking kind of sick he's looking pale mm. he's wrapped up his hand he's like hidden it but when people find it they realise like it looks like it's like infected like the <laughs> blood around it has gone black whenever he gets and... angry he like stretches out his arms really high <laughs> he what? stretches out his arms really high above his head like he's about to oh, really? flap <laughs> like he's putting his... yeah like he, he keeps like doing that <laughs> he... um, and like someone like forces him to go to the hospital and they give him an x-ray and he's like it's like got like weird like bone growth in your back. <laughs> it's like something, there's something going on. And he's like, and they give him, and it's like it's like quite painful this transformation into the bird person. So they give him like some drugs, and I think there should be this like weird like transitional bit where, you know, his body is like, he's going through this metamorphosis 
and fucks with his head and his body. Yeah. And it takes him through hell. And takes it a day off the, the production, Oh yeah, forced. He doesn't want to, but he's forced to take a day off production. Yeah. And he's staying at home, just yeah. kind of <laughs> convulsing. Convulsing in pain. Well, he takes these drugs and it like numbs all the pain. Mm. And like he passes out and maybe has like weird. I think it's be like some sort of weird dream sequence. What, just like Spider Man. Where... Exactly. It's <laughs> just like in the in the Sam Raimi. Do you, do you remember the Sam Raimi Spider Man? Yeah. There's that bit where like he's like lying on the floor convulsing and then like it's like really f***ing dumb when you walk, but like f***ing, like skulls appear on the screen and like big <laughs> silhouettes of spiders. Yeah. And it's really weird. He's having spider well, dreams. Like that. Okay, I think he has his dream sequence while he's while he's going through this metamorphosis. Um, I think it's like some sort of otherworldly being that is like fate creature that like speaks to him. Because so I think he should have some sort of like uh, like third party to talk to who's like chosen him to give him these powers. Okay. And there's a text. I think, you know, it's part of this, like, him learning a lesson sort of thing. And it's, like, part of this idea that, like, connecting this idea of fate and that, like, he played Birdman and now he shall be Birdman. It was all leading to this. And it's all about sort of, like, you know, changing his ways as well and being a better person. Okay. So this is the the, but, the aim of his life. It's all been heading yeah, to this. Like the, it's like that scene in Black Panther where he goes to the other realm and speaks to all the old Black Panthers or something. <laughs> I mean, it's vague, it's vague for now. Like, you only get, like, little pictures of it, little bits. Like, we hear a voice, and we get, like, some weird flashes and, and, and stuff. But when he wakes up, he, like... It's like, that'd be, like, the end of Act 1. Like, it's sort of, like, he get he gets up and looks around, and he feels kind of weird. And then we, he, like, looks around and starts freaking out, and we get the slow, like, pull-out of the camera. And reveal he's got two giant f***ing wings. <laughs> I can see that so... So... So clearly... That's good. Like his bed's covered in feathers. His bed's covered in feathers. <laughs> he's got fucking wings. And he's also like strong. And like, yeah, there's, the next bit is him discovering what these things do. So like, he's like, he's now like superhumanly strong. Yeah. And he's got his wings. Like he, he like, he like can like fold them up. Like he like looks at his back and he's trying to like figure out what happened. And he can sort of like, if he like moves back and like fold them up, he puts on like a big like trench coat to try and like cover them up and try and go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he kind of wants to tell someone. He should. Yeah. Who, who's his like confidant in the world? Like, who does he speak to? Um. Because in in the film he's got his ex-wife and his new girlfriend, and he's got his his agent, who sort of other people he speaks to. His daughter. So does he have I like, people around? I like him in the that cast agent production. I love the. I love it's Zach Galifianakis in the film. Who is it? Zach Galifianakis. Who's that? Um, is that the, he's the he's the funny man in the Hangover movies. He's the fat one, oh. the fat dumb one in the Hangover. And it's like here's him doing a great job. And we're seeing uh, I saw an interview where he talked about like the stress of the long take because you know Birdman. Whole point is it's one. It looks like it's in one long take. Yeah. And he said like obviously oh, not, but it's a series of really long takes. Mm. So it's really you talk about when we you talk about one bit, it's like it's really it was really, really stressful because it, it, it had like all these different parts moving. And you know when your line is, and if you f*** it up, you f*** it up. Oh. And there was one bit where it was going to move to me, and I was standing in the wings, and then I had to start speaking. I was standing in the wings on the stage, and I was just saying to myself, don't f*** it up, don't f*** it up, don't f*** it up, don't f*** it up. And then, uh, like, one of the people, the sound people goes, sorry, stop. Zach, we can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him saying to himself, don't f*** it up. Oh, that's good, that's good. <laughs> okay, so that's like the end of Act 1. He's part bird. Yeah. No. 
He's he's half he's bird, Birdman. Half man, all hero, Birdman. <laughs> so who does he talk to? Um okay, I like it's his agent. Like, I think like this guy's quite like he doesn't have the same like family structure that he had in Birdman. Mm. Um it's just him and his agent. He's pushed everyone else away ages ago or never had um a wife and kids or whatever. Yeah, that works for me. The agent. So he's got his agent and his agent is like also stressed about this 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 show working out because this is like you know if his client does well he does well he knows a lot of money has gone into this so he shows up late um to the next day Evan knows zero and he, and he, and he, like, he, he won't like, take off this trench coat he's got this big trench coat on and he looks really weird and he's like he calls him over and he's like it's like what what, what is it he's like okay um something I'm just gonna show you he takes off his coat and <laughs> these giant wings fold out <laughs> and the agent's like so you kept your costume and it's like no <laughs> something's happened can you see them too I um and he like he like he goes over to like something he like there's um it's like something in, in the room like made of metal he like what could be in, like he go there's like some like bars by the window or on the window or something and, like he just like goes up to one and like rips it off and then bends it. And he's like, look, look what I can do. Bends like a chair, yeah. You don't, I don't get it. I'm, I can see really well. I, I can see, like from here, looking at you, I can see like, like my vision is crazy. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. I can fly. I think I might be able to fly. <laughs> How does the agent react to all of this? Um... I imagine agents as very practical people. So the okay, the agent's just like, okay, cool. This changes things. Can we talk to costume department? Like, we've got to hide these wings. <laughs> Is he not freak out a bit more? Like... <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. Should we go to the hospital? Oh, I think this is a good time for like, the viral thing. He takes him to the hospital. <laughs> and they look at him and they explain like they do all these tests and like yeah you've got these wings are fully like molded to your body it looks like you can fly you've got like it shows he like shows all these scans like how all his muscles have become like denser and stronger yeah and um his vision is is now amazing and all this sort of stuff um and as he's leaving like maybe someone like recognizes him in the way and he's got like, got another big trench coat on another big thing on and someone like recognizes him, and as he tries to run away, a bit like the bit in Birdman where his his gown gets caught on the door, <laughs> the trench coat gets caught on the door, rips off, and then like his wings just pop out, and everyone sees it, and everyone takes photos and films it, and then overnight... like his wings just spread out because he gets angry. Oh my god! Yeah, like some... yeah, that's like yeah. Someone catch someone like says he knows who he is, and does the he goes through that same spiel again about how he hated Birdman, he hates. All these people talking to him, yeah. and like the agent's like, uh, maybe stop. And as he's talking, he's, he's like, um, his, his trench coat is like out. bulging, <laughs> <laughs> and then like <laughs> he's like, what? And then as he says, what? Like his wings just pop out, and the, <laughs> the trench coat flies off, and these giant wings, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone freaks out, and everyone takes photos and films it. And again, viral overnight. Yeah, Birdman, and everyone's like, it's a stunt. Exactly. Yeah, like all these theories come about. It's like a it's a stunt for his new play. Um, yeah, that's the, that's the narrative that comes out. It's all a stunt. This guy's clearly desperate. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, what are we doing here? I don't know. What does it? What does he he do? Well, I feel we need to get to like the the crime fighting element, like him becoming a superhero, mm. and whatever entity has given him these powers. So he needs to like put him in a situation where he needs to use his powers for good, and that could be the next viral thing that happens to him. Mm. Like he saves someone's life by flying, <laughs> by being a bird person. Or if someone's about about to jump. Oh, okay, we could we could do the same bit about like a bit of Birdman. So, okay, so he's back at the um the studio, the where he's filming, where he's making his play, mm-hmm. and he's in his waiting room, his, his waiting room again. Um, his agent's getting loads of calls from people. They want to talk to him. They want to see what the stunt's all about. And he doesn't want to. And he's like, he wants to be left alone. He doesn't know what to do. He keeps the strange images in his head. And he's looking out the window again, like he did when the bird bit him. <laughs> and he's thinking about what happened. And he looks out across the street and he sees the next tall building opposite. And he sees a guy climb up there. Mm. Like he's about to jump. And he's like, and he talks to him briefly. He's like, hey. He like shouts at this guy. And this guy's like, this guy's like freaking out. He's like, hey, don't, don't, don't jump. And then, uh, the conversation goes on, but then he jumps and just like by instinct, he just leaps out the window, <laughs> spreads his wings and grabs this guy. Yeah, that's his first flight. And he like doesn't know what's going on, but then like and everyone again, everyone's looking, everyone's screaming, everyone's filming. <laughs> <laughs> As he's just like hovering in the air, his wings flapping, and this guy's freaking out in his arms. <laughs> this guy hates Birdman for saving him. No, we're not. We're going with the the the, the Incredibles angle. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think we need to go there. I think it's just like, but like he's actually saved someone's life. Mm. Um, he's used his wings, and like maybe he feels something when he does this. He feels like this is this is what he's meant to be doing. Yeah. What if we have scenes of him like going back to rehearse the play, and he's just getting less and less into it? It's doing less for him, and he's realizing more bits are bad. Like he's like, he says some like, okay, he's written this play himself, and. Because he's a narcissistic prick, it's all about him, really. Oh my and god! There's a bit, there's a bit where he like goes on this big. His character um, has this big speech about being set like the virtue of being selfish or something about how great he is. Uh-huh. And as he says it, he's like having this moment where he's like, he realizes it's not right. He realizes this is bad. This is like, this isn't who he should be. Yeah. It's how good he felt saving that one person. Yeah. And he thinks about like the visions he had when he transformed. So what, what I can see following is him like opening up to people in his cast, like letting them help him and the play gets better as a result. He mm. becomes happier. Maybe he saves more people or he flies around more and more people are, like people start to realise it's real. <laughs> but I feel like there needs to be some other kind of <laughs> Then it's just like an ego trip again, isn't it? Exactly, that's what I mean. Well, one, I feel like, and it's also kind of by the numbers, like, maybe he's getting, he's doing the right thing now, at least. Hmm. But I feel there needs to be a moment where he needs to trade being a good person for being a hero. Oh, maybe, okay, I've had a thought. Go on. So maybe we don't have the whole him opening up, but maybe instead we follow, um, he starts flying around more. Like, saving people, maybe, but it's like, it's more about him. He's doing the right thing, but he's still all about him. And when people realise the bird thing's real, they want to come to his play. Mm. And maybe he does change the play, but to make it about being a bird person, to incorporate that into it. Yeah. Um, so the play is changing, but he's still not taking anyone else's advice. 
Um, but maybe like, you know, the, and, and people want to come to this place. There's loads of buzz around it. Um, but the day the play opens, there's like a fire or Ooh, something yeah. that means he needs to choose. Do I stay here and do my play? Do I put myself in danger? Do I like give all this up and go help other people? Mm. Maybe there's someone on his cast. Okay, maybe there's someone on his cast, like a writer, like an um, assistant writer who wants to change the play. He's wanted to change the play for ages because he thinks it's shit. Um, but also is like thinks he should be doing better things as a bird person. Yeah. But he doesn't listen to him um, or her or this, this writer. But then on the night of the play, um, this writer like it's, it can't be fine nearby because it can't affect the people there. But he like he like sees on the news like a few miles away, there's a fire and people are in trouble. And it forced him to make that decision. So obviously he has to go and save the people exactly he goes and saves the people or he doesn't I think he does he does he makes the right decision in the end that's like yeah. the point where he has to decide which doesn't have to be the end we can keep going I feel there's more loose ends to tie up here yeah what happens to the agent gets gets a well, massive promotion the play did super well the play like fails on its opening night because it doesn't um Oh, That's yeah. like the, ne- the next immediate problem. All these people pay for their tickets, but the show doesn't go on because there is no bird person. He leaves to go do this thing. But the public will support him. Um, but it does create this, like you know, this financial problem where, like, some people are annoyed, and also they've lost loads of money. Like, um, and also I think we need to bring back this idea of um, who's given him these powers. Like maybe he has like a. He he has like a a a, a, con, a a conflict of conscience or something, so he's he knows he's done the right thing, he knows he's given up on these things, but he's still conflicted. Like so much change has happened, and I think again he's visited by this whatever this like otherworldly fate adjacent creature, who totally like lays it out a bit more to him about why this has happened, and who he is, the chosen bird person. Okay, but why why was it him? Why was it this this prick who needs to learn not to be a prick and then become a hero? I guess it was his, it was his destiny because that the, they knew that he would make the right decision when the time came, and will do in the future, and that's and it's always going to be him. That's why, like, when this Birdman's fictional superhero thing came about. He became. He was drawn to it, and he was so good as as them. Like you know, he denied being that being a great performance, but it was because he he felt so at home as a hero and as a bird. Because it was his destiny to be both of those things. Yeah. Okay. What if so? Just before the fire, we get a um. Well, when the fire's starting and he's about to make his decision, we get this um little wordless interaction between him and this this little kid who's wearing like a birdman mask like this kid sees birdman as an idol and he's like looking into his eyes i've got to make the right decision i've got to i've got to be an idol to this kid yeah and he like spreads his wings and the kid nods like the kid's about to go and see the play but the kid's like you go birdman i love little kids in super (laughs) films and the functions they always seem to play like either they're this like moral compass, <laughs> or 
or like weird like companion. I don't know. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. How's it end then? So where 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 are we coming to now? So he's he's going to become a hero now full time, giving up on this whole play about him. Yeah, something's got to happen to the play. I think. I feel like that was the start of the whole thing. I feel like just him him cancelling opening night and rescuing some people from a fire isn't quite that's a resolution. Enough. Yeah, I don't think that's en- I think you're right. That's not enough. What happens? So um financially they're in trouble because they have to refund the whole first night. No one knows if the play is going on to the next performance the next day. Um, and he needs to make a decision as what as to what's going to happen. What does he choose to do? I don't know. His cast are really angry at him as well because they they've got no reason to get on with him. Maybe this is where he has his transformation, and together with his cast, they overnight make a new play. <laughs> without him That's, in it. Without him in it. And that's like the bit that's almost like this weird like bit of some ending he like lets them all the writers and all the actors and all the other creative people who are all talented in their own right like finally have their own say and make the play better that they were originally originally going to do not this new Birdman play that came about when he was on this ego trip as a superhero and famous person again mm. um, and they cast him out of it he decides he can't be in it yeah and um, and then the play gets like so so like reviews like not well like, no the play is like really really good but not as many people go and see it because he's not in it yeah um so not as many people watch it in the end um and he goes off to be a hero and he gives up on being an actor <laughs> still doesn't feel right yeah it, it feels like a weird ending like what because I feel like it's natural that he would stop being an actor and be a hero because that's what's better for the world that's you know what he was born to really do, and he feels bad at doing it. He feels like he's no, he's no longer this bitter asshole. He's like he's acting for the benefit of of others, helping those who need help. He's no longer in the way of all these other creative people. It's not always, it's not all about him anymore. What if um? But it doesn't feel climactic enough. So, what if this um f- this event this fire is. L- a long way from the theatre and mm-hmm. he's got he, he goes like just move the whole thing back an hour so he's yeah, yeah. he's gone and the cast and crew the talented people they've all they've all developed this other play based on the original one and they've yeah. they've they've fixed it and written him out of it and stuff they've they've been working on it in their spare time and when this guy's not there they do the play without him and it does it gets really good reviews yeah, and that pushes him away, he, and he he just kind of hands it over, and he's like, "Okay, I was wrong. You guys are right. I'm, I'm gonna go be a superhero." It's so good that get that people get over the fact that he's not in it. They're like, "No, this play was amazing," and it, like you know, yeah, they give him some sort of credit for promoting it. Yeah, but they're like, it wasn't. Maybe the play is part of the reason that like the play is so well received is it's still tangentially about this character, but he's not in it, and so they think. You know, in a way, it was about the Birdman, about <laughs> the about you know the the difficulties of of being this person on a pedestal, the yeah. difficulty to accept who you are. It was about Batman. It was about ba- Batman. <laughs> it was about Bat Birdman all along. 
And so people get over that and enjoy this amazing play. Um, and maybe we see bits of that and we see, we hear reviews of it, we see bits of the play while he's saving all these people from, from a fire. And, yeah. And the, and the agent sent him yeah. away to go to the fire cause, because it would be great for, great for his career if he was seen as a hero. And he's, he's doing so that for he, egotistical reasons. But maybe now he's an agent for a superhero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I imagine... Happy endings all round. <laughs> yeah. So I, I imagine it's Birdman went off to go and save the people from the fire for his own selfish reasons. To look good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in his absence, the play did really well. And he realises that the play was was never his thing, and saving people was. Well, I think I think it's just I think it's just a way about him making the right choice to go save the people. Okay. I think he should have this arc where at this point he's a good person. Yeah. But the okay. sort of the, but like he doesn't have to like pay for it. Like nothing bad. Like you know, it sort of makes sense. You know, this play that he still cared about, still did well without him. Better even. So he didn't fuck it up by leaving. By stepping back and doing the thing he should be doing, saving people's lives um, with this power that he has, um, with great power and all that, um, <laughs> it's still done well. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I think he's still make the right decision, but that it still turns out well for everyone anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So then how do we, how do we round off? How to like, do we, do we skip to the future? See how things are going? He's a hero. The world's better. There's a new play. <laughs> we we cut to uh, twenty years in the future when Hollywood are making the movie about oh no Birdman's story. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's a series. It's a series of Birdman's, and the cycle continues. <laughs> yeah, people start writing comic books about this new Birdman. <laughs> That's how, and that's how, like, the next bird, like, because he's older at this point, that's how the next Birdman will be picked. And he knows that, but no one else does. He knows that whatever actor they pick shall, ne- shall be the next Birdman when he, when he needs to retire. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's how the next Birdman is chosen. <laughs> the actor who plays Birdman shall be Birdman. That's so good. That's quite good. <laughs> I like that. There we go. Woo! <laughs> Film smash. That was a yeah. great, um bit of ending audio when he said whoever plays the next Birdman shall be Birdman and then just cut 